0: Hello, welcome to State of Waste for February 28th, 2021. I'm here to bring you the weekly update as far as current legislation going on in Washington State. My name is Paul Jeffries. My email address for this is stateofwastewa at gmail.com. If you have any questions or any bills that you've heard about that maybe you want to get some more information on, you can send those to me. I'd be happy to look into them for you. And this update is going to be my first soapbox moment. So a couple things that have happened in the legislature this week. As a teacher, it's kind of disappointing to hear what some of the legislators have to say with regards to some of the bills. So I'm going to give some input on this. I am going to not be political about it. My goal is not to make this a political uh, presentation, but just to give you information and give you my perspective as a teacher. So some updates, House Bills 1121, which is the emergency waiver, for seniors and any future years where students have are trying to graduate in the case of an emergency again i mentioned last week they put that clause in so that any emergency this waiver would just take place and they wouldn't have to worry about creating new legislation so that one has been sent to the governor so we we're just awaiting signature at this point same with house bill 1131 also waiting on the governor's desk so maybe this week he'll sign it. So we'll find out and I can update you next week as far as what happens with those two bills. So hopefully we can get those waivers going and then OSPI will give us some direction as how we can get those seniors across the board in this time of COVID. So Senate Bill 5044, that has not gone anywhere except to the House Education Committee. Again, March 9th is the deadline we're looking at. So after March 9th, we'll start to see some activity on these bills that have passed one chamber and moved into the other. So 5044 is one of those. Senate bill 5184 with the Foster Care School Contact also residing in the House Education Committee at this point waiting until probably after March 9th before we see anything happening with both of those. The attendance bill House bill 1113 is still in rules so that even has, hasn't even been moved to the floor yet so we'll see if anything changes with that. There were not a lot of major changes with that one so I'm not sure if that's going to get held up or what's going to happen with it. We will see what they decide. House bill 1162 this one actually did reach the floor and was voted on this week. So this is the one that knocks the credits down from 24 to 20. And then it adds a pathway option that is completing a performance exhibition that includes authentic evidence demonstrating industry or professions, specific knowledge and skills in two or more subject areas and opportunities to demonstrate proficiency and other state learning standards. That's a mouthful. That is going to be the pathway that is added. It just is a performance for kids that aren't maybe going to college and they want to show that they know how to do whatever their career is going to be it gives them that performance option which is never a bad thing this one passed the house 72 to 26 and this is going to be my soapbox moment here so one of the people that voted against this was talking about how we need to let the legislation play out before we start changing things and in the in my history of a teacher so my 20 years I have not witnessed this very often. They t- kind of tinker with everything every year, even if it doesn't need fixed. And the problem is that they're messing with kids. And that, that's the part that really I just really struggle with. So this bill, when they changed it from 22 to 24 credits, a lot of schools had to react to that and determine, oh, how are we gonna help these kids that fail a class? We know some kids as freshmen come in, and we also know the statistics behind the dropout rates. If kids are behind and not on track to graduate, there's a higher probability that they drop out. So knowing all this, that the legislature passed the the 24 credits as a graduation requirement without providing like a a mandate or some type of guidance for, they just, they did it and said, okay, school districts, you figure it out, which is one of the difficulties as a school district, because you're trying to do what's best for everybody. And sometimes there's no best for everybody. Um, I think what was best would have been left, left, leave it at 22 credits, but This bill knocking it down to 20, but it creates those pathway options that kids will have to complete a pathway. Brings up the question of what really is a credit? What's the purpose of a credit? Should it be that they just pass certain classes that that they've selected for their pathway? So they are still gonna be taking that 24 credits worth of classes, but they have to pass the ones that will get them to their pathway. That would be kind of an interesting option to explore that maybe we will at some point. That by the time a kid gets to high school, they have a pathway. And then those are the classes. Here's this is all laid out for you. Here are the classes you have to take and pass. And we can apply them to specifically their, their fields, what they're looking for. I know in math, since I teach math, we've talked about, could we create a college pathway algebra and a career pathway algebra where what we teach is still the concepts are the same, but how we teach them is different. So in college, a kid may need to know the theoretical mathematics and a lot of the hard algebra that. Uh, in order to solve specific problems and radical problems and rational problems, all those different things. But a kid that's just going to work probably doesn't need all that. So what we need to look is more of how do I apply this? Here's a problem. How do we apply that? And how do we use math to arrive at our answer? So it's going to be interesting. I'm, I'm a little bit disappointed in our legislatures that voted no on this. It just makes a lot of sense to get us back to where we were, and but adding that pathway. So. It is kind of like having 22 credits. Your school districts would still be required to offer 24 to students. But I just think that there's, there's no reason to hold these kids accountable for our tinkering with all of the graduation requirements that the legislature keeps doing. At one point, I remember this wasn't that long ago, we had all four classes had different graduation requirements. So when someone said, what do I need to do to graduate? It's like, well, what grade are you in? And it shouldn't be that way. We should be able to say, here's what you need to do to graduate. So... Uh, hopefully, this one goes through um, just so we can get these kids to to be able to graduate. I mean, that's, that's kind of a big stepping stone for kids, and for some, it's going to be the they'll be the first ones in their families to graduate, and that should be where we focus. Is let's help them get there and not make it harder. I always uh, discuss this in in my personal group that I, the teachers I work with. I talk about the legislature should not be making our schools a political playground. And it seems like I have this idea we should do that in public schools. And don't, don't, please don't do it. Just please stop. And that is going to be, uh, will help us all. So let's keep it straight, keep it simple. Let's help kids get across the bar because it should be student focused at all points. All right, there's my soapbox. I'm going to step down now. So, House Bill um, 1176, the access to higher education, there was an amendment to this bill, it did pass. And the amendment was to make it so this was the one that we schools could not withhold grades and transcripts. They added an amendment to make it so you'd have to wait three years. So after a period of three years, then you would have to release grades and transcripts. I kind of like the compromise with that one. I don't think it's really what we all want or what a lot of us want. I think there should still be some type of accountability, but at least this adds that three year piece so that kids don't get that free ride right away. So I appreciate that there was some, some movement on that, and it wasn't as it was written when it came out of committee. So on the floor vote, House Bill 1176, that one passed 77 to 20. Again, a lot of the same people voting know on a lot of these bills, and I, I don't really understand a lot of why. So House Bill 1273, this is the menstrual products in school that I did talk about um, last week. That one passed 91 to 7. So that one now moves into the Senate. I have not seen any activity on Senate Bill 5070, the companion bill. So we'll see what happens. That that section is in there still about the Omnibus Appropriations Act that i still not sure what it actually means. But school districts are responsible for paying for all of this stuff. And, they they're allowed, again, they're allowed to partner with community groups to provide the products and whatever they can do. But it's just another one of those, if you're going to make schools do it, uh, pay for it. So it's all coming from kind of the same pot of money anyway. Senate bill 5030, the school counseling programs. I'm understanding this a little bit better. It's basically a lot of the clerical activities that councils are doing. They want to remove that from the counselors so they can really focus on the counseling. And there, there is some, that does make some sense. That one passed out of Senate 48 to one uh, Senate bill 5161 still in rules has not moved to the floor. House Bill 1368, the COVID relief money, has been signed by the governor on February 15th, I think, is the day that that was signed. So that money is now available for schools and they just have to go through OSPI to get it. House Bill 1302, College in the High School, that one passed out of the House 97 to nothing. That one, again, just referred, makes ninth graders eligible for college in the high school and it made the fee for a credit $65, so it capped that fee. So um, some colleges couldn't charge really high rates so a kid can get a credit. Senator Bill 5097, the PFMLA updates, that one has been moved to the floor calendar. So we'll see if it gets voted on, but it has moved out of rules to the floor. A Couple new bills that uh, came through, what's House Bill 1028. This is a teacher certification. for So students that are trying to get their teacher certification were required to pass a test. So what they've discovered is the same issue with students having to pass a test to graduate is that there are some issues with these teacher tests. So they are removing that that problem by just taking away that that requirement. So teachers don't have to pass that test. So any teachers that have not passed the test and that's the only thing holding them back from getting their certification will now be eligible to get their certification which will be awesome just another one less hurdle people have to go through to become teachers we need we need more especially in the times of covid i know we've had discussions in our district about subs and the lack thereof and so it's it's going to be interesting so the more teachers we can get certified the better we're going to be it does require that colleges you know show that they have met all the other qualifications so And then House Bill 1085 is students with seizures. All this does is include that you will get an individualized health plan if a student has seizures. So as a teacher, it's another one of those. You know, we get a lot of the medical things in our boxes about students that we have. And so this would just add those seizures. We'd have an individualized health plan for any student with a seizure. Um, House Bill 1028 passed out of the House with 96 to zero vote. So no, no no's on that. No no's. No negative votes on that one. And then 1085 passed 98 to zero. All right. That is it for this week. Try to keep it short. And hopefully uh, this was informative. If you do have any questions, you feel free to subscribe to this channel. And also the podcast is available at state of waste. If you type that into the search, it should come up. The logo is exactly the same. So just trying to provide you some information. Have a great week.